Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, we are back. Video games to the max and live right now on the Twitter and Facebook. And are we available later? Much later on the YouTube. Uh, since we're banned right now, but hey, you can listen to us on audio, of course, on all your favorite audio places. And we're talking about a lot of things. Nintendo Direct, Lost Ark, Pokemon Legends Arceus, Arceus, however they want to call it today. Uh, the latest MPD numbers, Sony and Bungie, and much more right after this. Hi, this is Natalie Lander, voice of Kinsey, Tara Branford, Stargirl, and many others. You are listening to a W2Mnet podcast. You can visit W2Mnet.com for other podcasts about entertainment, video games, sports, and wrestling. You are listening to Video Games to the Max. All right. Well, unfortunately, you won't be uh, getting this on video very quickly after we do this show as we have been banned on YouTube due to things on uh, for this week. Thanks to a somebody that got into our account somehow and posted a video that should not be posted. And that happens sometimes, apparently. Uh, but after having to deal with YouTube's BS for... Uh, like two days, we just dropped it and we're like, eh, might as well just wait because arguing with them constantly is not helping. But anyway, at least we're available here on the audio side and uh, you can watch on the Facebook page and on Twitter. Thankfully, Mark is here with me as well. And we have, like I said, plenty to discuss in the open there. And of course, some other stuff that we haven't, we didn't get to get to since we had a delay. Yeah, unfortunately, ran into some crazy personal issues involving something that's supposed to be cool, like getting a, a car, you know, like where you actually go to the dealership and finance the car and then turning into a nightmare with them telling you they're going to hold checks and the uh, big old corporation doesn't know how that works. And this is why people don't use checks most of the time now, because too much crap happens and then companies like your bank and like this company decide that they don't want it's my fault. No, it's my fault. No, well, you're the one that suffers at the end of the day. So thankfully I had this other thing that I've been waiting on for a while come in at the last minute that actually made it possible to, for us to record this show because Comcast was literally really close to cutting us off today. So anyway, the show is now happening and well, 
let's go ahead and start with the games we've been playing because there's other we're probably gonna get stuck in the news for a while with so much stuff that's been going on. But you started Pokemon because my stuff's gonna be probably pretty longer. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, yeah, I've I've only been playing Pokemon Legends Arceus really. I did finish my review of uh, Paladin Dream. That you'll hear it. I, I apologize because of stuff that happened. I didn't get to upload the latest show, so you're gonna basically get both of our shows uh, in one. You're you're gonna get the the show we did like a week ago or a week and a half ago. I don't two, know how two long weeks ago. ago. Two weeks ago, and this show basically like back to back, almost probably like an hour apart from each other. So you'll hear me talk about Power and Dream at that point. I had beaten it everything, but I just did the review today before I got I went to work. Now I have to get going on the Kingdom of the Dead review. After I figure out the issue I was having with my laptop and uh, mouse sensitivity, so now I can actually get going on that and and playing that and getting to review that. But Pokemon Legends Arceus is the game that I've been uh, mostly playing. I think I'm at the third biome at this point, the Coastal Lands. I'm not very far in that one, but I did get through the first two. And man, it is such a breath of fresh air when it comes to Pokemon. It's so awesome to be able to just like wander a land. You go walking around and you're just seeing the Pokemon there and you can do the option of catching them or you can battle them right there. And then some of the Pokemon, they don't want to just be captured or they don't take too kindly to running into you. So you have to battle them in order to be able to capture them. And either way, it's just cool. It's like cool that like, you don't know what kind of Pokemon you're going to run into going around the corner. And even if you run into like three or four of them in a row, it's still fun to battle them or try to sneak up and catch them without them noticing you and trying out the different mechanisms to, to you can throw like berries and stuff at them to get them to kind of get distracted. Like I like all that. I like the fact that there's actually some design and and specialty to catching the pokemon it's not just all right get them down to like where there's a red bar and then throw the pokeball and then they go in and whatever and if they're more powerful that means you get a more powerful ball there's actual substance to it with this and that makes it so much more fun and also there's like you get rewards for going through and and doing that completing the pokedex is actually enjoyable because each one of these Pokemon has little different objectives that you do, whether it's catching several versions of them or catching, you know, both the male and female version of them, catching the, uh, there's heavy versions of the Pokemon. So sometimes you get the heavy and light version and there's actual quests that go along with like trying to find the heavy version of Pokemon and, and you get rewarded for that. Several, there's side quests in this game. There's side quests in Pokemon. Sometimes you'll get that. You'll get those with Pokemon, but like there's actual like rewards and it, it feels more like an actual RPG, uh, in more of the modern sense and more of the like traditional sense outside of the Pokemon realm, the other RPGs that you play outside of Pokemon. So it's just like really cool to see Pokemon like adapt and be different, uh, in a way while also still embracing what makes Pokemon. Pokemon obviously. You're not, you don't have the gyms, you don't have the Elite Four, you don't have the trainer battles. Uh, you do have some, but those are like kind of built into, you have sort of a, an, a person that helps you. So basically, whichever gender character you choose, the opposite one will be kind of like your guide, your trainer, your 
somebody that's kind of like alongside you, along with the professor that kind of helps you. And, you know, they just provide another person that you talk to. And then there's also these different merchants that appear and they'll battle you sometimes as well. But for the most part, you're battling Pokemon and you're battling and there's a story going on throughout this game with these uh, Lord Pokemon, these like legendary kind of Pokemon that are sheltered by these different clans that make up the land of Hisui. Each one of them, you have to kind of, they're all gone crazy because of this thing in the sky that you actually came from. This like teleportation, uh, this like, looks like a thundercloud that's under, and you actually drop from, from that thundercloud. And then from there, these Lord Pokemon are getting infected or make them go crazy or whatever. And you have to kind of calm them. These are like the big boss battles. Those are like just, it's such a, you're, you have like boss battles with Pokemon. And it's. I was going to say they should have reused the uh, moon from Majora's Mask. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I mean, it's, it's interesting. Like I, I like the way things have been going. I, like I said, I'm, I don't even know if I'm halfway through at this point, but I know that I think there's supposed to be five biomes and. I've only, I've played it a little bit on not dock. So I kind of have noticed some of the sharper and the way it looks a little bit better undocked, but I haven't really noticed anything too terrible. Obviously when the camera gets really close mountain ranges and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You see some of the bad graphics that I'm sure you've heard about at this point, but honestly, it's a Pokemon game. I wasn't, it's on switch. It's, I wasn't expecting anything crazy. We'd already seen the way it looked in trailers. I just appreciate the Pokemon look good. And I appreciate your characters look good. And you can actually customize your character, which is really appreciated. I can go in and change my hairstyle and change the hair color and change how they dress. And there's a whole slew of outfits you can buy at the store. And there's an actual general store you can buy things at or you can craft things. You can there's a crafting board there and you can craft your pokeballs and craft your items and craft your potions and craft all that. Like that's cool. It's something that should have been in a Pokemon game a long time ago. And hopefully you'll see this come to the, whatever gen nine winds up being. I really hope we see that because cool to see this in, in Legends Arceus and everything, but I really hope some of this stuff gets taken into account when you're talking about, the the main Pokemon. I, I mean, I doubt it because whatever they do in this one, people like the cla- the purists won't like it, so they want like, oh, I want with the return to Pokemon, and they can just make yeah. another Pokemon Legends too. You know, I mean, that'd probably be the better option, actually. I mean, honestly, the dream game is having this with what you get in the Pokemon in the Pokemon games normally, which is how do you fit this stuff with you know, the breeding and the multiplayer battles, which you're obviously missing. And I get that from the people that play Pokemon for those reasons. Like that, that's a big, huge deal that you then have to figure out how to mold that into this. Yeah. I mean, they could definitely add trainer battles. I don't know if you could have something like this and have the like kind of fresh story that it has now. You mean, and add the gym battles. actually have a story. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Actually having to come up with something besides just... Gotta catch them all? Yeah, not gotta catch them all, but it's like, oh, you have to actually do something besides becoming the very best and 
and beating the Elite Four and everything else, you know? Some of the songs uh, that they win. <laughs> <laughs> right? I just, I'm excited that this exists and it's selling freaking like crazy 6.5 million uh, already. It's the, It was the number one game on the MPD in three days, mind you, uh, without digital cells being counted. I mean, the the stuff with like the travel Pokemon is like, it's not new. We've had that before, but that's just like a little cutscene that plays. Like actually being able to, you know, have Ursa Luna and have this bear that you get to ride on and he digs uh, for treasure for you or have the, uh, I forgot what the, the name of the deer, the reindeer is, but you can use him. They didn't go total hog wild with the uh, Breath of the Wild stuff i really would have appreciated if they allowed you to actually climb a lot more like it's just kind of disheartening where there's an area where you feel like you could get to oh we're gonna let you climb to like the middle of it and then oh you can't go anymore yeah. and then oh you tur- you use the the reindeer or whatever and oh that doesn't work either and it's like ah oh, man come on you know and uh hopefully that's something that they they do look at in the future whether there's dlc for this or whatever it is, and it does seem like there's probably going to be DLC for this, but... And just getting to see so many Pokemon out there in the wild, and, like, well, the first time I saw Pikachu, I was like, wow, there he is! And just the, the way it changes. He's only been but, in 30 other games. <laughs> I know, but it's just, it's different when you see them here. You know, when you're going across these bombs, and you just see them appear, it's like, wow, that's cool. I mean, yes, it's pretty, like, crappy popping and whatever, because you'll just be walking around there, they... They just show up, but uh, when they do just kind of appear there, it's it's pretty neat. And uh, the Alpha Pokemon are just a nice uh, change of pace as well. And some of them will just knock you on your butt uh, if you're not ready. I would definitely use the save scumming that is available uh, if I were you, uh, because <laughs> there will be times where they will knock you on your butt, and then you do lose... You don't lose stuff if you get your Pokemon get knocked out, as long as you don't lose all of them. But if your character gets hit pretty hard and you aren't able to get a Pokemon out fast enough and it's just your character getting attacked, you actually do lose a lot of the items that you picked up during the, the run that you're making. Because after every single time that you go back to the village, you have to tell the professor, like, oh, here's all the Pokemon I caught. And then here's the different Pokedexes that got completed for those Pokemon as well. And then you get judged on that and you get money and you also get like to level up your character level with that as well. So they added a lot into this. I'm sure that there's a lot more that they could add with the, the DLC and everything. I mean, they even have, you're seeing it on, on screen. If you're, you happen to watch the video at some point, they even have a thing where you can take pictures with your Pokemon. I mean, I just really appreciate that, that they added so much to this. And it makes it like worthwhile to keep going back to and never gets old catching Pokemon and, and finding new ways to get them. And really, really excited to keep playing. Like it makes me want to keep going back. Like I'm somebody that gets tired of the side quests after a while. And I just go, okay, I'm going to mainline the game. Like actually this game makes me want to go and do the side quests, even though, yeah, most of them are just. Ah, go find me this Pokemon or go find me this or go make me that or whatever. It's just, it gives me another opportunity to go find uh, a Pokemon in a tree that I didn't know was there or going to find a Pokemon in something else that I didn't think you could find a Pokemon in. It's like, 
they really thought a lot of this through and I really appreciate it. I don't know. I don't know if you had any interest in this at all or No, my my interest in Pokemon's pretty much dead. I never oh. had it to begin with, so <laughs> Well, I thought maybe this would uh perhaps get it going again, but I, I guess not. But as someone that doesn't, that prefers when I play the regular games, I'm much more about like, okay, let me get through the story and the leap four and all that stuff. I kind of thought I was telling Randy like, oh man, I don't know if this is going to be for me. Like this is the kind of stuff that I don't like about Pokemon. Not that I don't like, but it's not like my favorite thing about it. And man, I needed was just so many changes and updates and, and a different look about things. And even like the strong and agile style stuff with the, the battles. All those things that they've added here have really made me a huge fan, and it's going to make me sad if we don't see some of this stuff get put into the main mainline games. Well, that's like how they do Call of Duty. Like, you know, one's great, and the next one is like, hey, you didn't take anything from this last one. <laughs> they did that, where they're not gaining anything on, on that front. But Yeah. So, tell me about, obviously this game's been out for a while in other countries, but it's just released here, uh, technically yesterday, or, well, on the 11th for many people in the U.S. and, and Europe. How do you, have you been liking Lost Ark? Good. Uh, I got into it a little earlier because I got, like, a code for it. You know, it's wild. They, like, really mixed Diablo with an MMO. It's kind of nutty, actually, that it actually does work. Do you ever play yeah. Marvel Heroes? Yeah, I played, played that a little bit. It's kind of the same thing. Oh, wow. Uh, this, has, like, this has, like, way more in the form, like, way more in the form of, like, MMO interactions and stuff you can do. Like, you can go fishing, or you can go, you know, mining. Crap, you can do in World, like World of Warcraft. So the character, I'll start off with, like, the character creator is one of those Korean mine jobs that's, like, the deepest <laughs> single ever. It's like, you can lose yourself in it entirely. <laughs> like, thank God Jens can't play this game, because he'll just play the character creator. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's interesting also, because, like, there are, like, a few different archetypes, like mage or warrior, and then you pick kind of specializations based off that. But certain classes are, like, gender-specific. So I'm playing a mage, and you can only be a female mage. I think that's how they yeah, built Yeah, I it. heard about that. They they gendered off some of the Well, like, there's, like, which... warrior is male and mage is female, but then they have, like, gunslinger, and that's male and female, and they have, like, martial artist, and that's male and female. And it's like, this Why seems odd. Why not just make them all that way? Yeah, or, yeah, just, <laughs> <it's> like, okay. <laughs> uh, and that, it's funny, because I think the gunslinger... He has like the the male version. They have like little intro movies for the, each of these. It is like almost directly copied from Final Fantasy VII remake. Like the way that like Cloud like is on the train in the very beginning. It is like yeah. that. It's hilarious. Wow. But yeah, you launch, like, create a character, launch into the game. There's a pretty hefty tutorial that it it goes too far and then not enough. <laughs> like you know because. Certain parts, it's like, okay, I kind of get how this is going, but then other parts, it's like, you're not explaining how, like, the roster system works at all. It's like, oh, I'm getting all this roster experience. It's like, what is this? I, I don't know what this is. Or, you know, I had to, like, look at a guide on, like, YouTube, how to, what it was. And, I mean, yeah, it's, it's really, it feels really good. I've had, like, no lag. The server was pretty hosed on launch day for, like, a while. Yeah, man, that um, makes sense. It's launch day. Yeah. Um, but I eventually did get it back into it. And yeah, I'm like level, I don't know, 38? Or, I uh, know, wait. Yeah, maybe like 38. It, it's such a weird launch because it's like, this game has been running for a long time in Korea and right, I think 2018, Russia. Right, 2019, right? 
And yeah, and I guess they had already had different seasons. Like the game originally launched in like 2017, and I guess in 2020 they had like season two, which like massively updated the graphics and everything, uh, and like the overall game. Yeah, um, the game looks really nice. Yeah, the game kind of barely runs on my computer. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's a <laughs> th- that's a game that like when I run it, I have to shut Chrome down because I don't have the I don't have the RAM anymore. <laughs> right. But yeah, I'm playing a mage at least initially. Yeah, it just feels great. All the attacks are like. You, did you ever play Diablo three much or no? I did. Yeah. Did it never feel like good? You know, on like, the... com- like like combat because like combat in that game just felt kind of not boring, but just it, like you're hitting stuff, but it isn't like it's not impact. No, yeah, they're, yeah. They're... Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. No, it just felt like you're pressing a button and there's yeah, there no like visceral feeling. Right. This exactly. game definitely has that because the enemies actually like react to what you're doing. They right. don't just like stand there or run at you like in Diablo 3. So yeah, like it, combat, it's, it's fun. Or like, I went. Into, I've gone in a few dungeons, and it's like the matchmaking is really good because it has matchmaking. Diablo didn't yeah. really have that, or I mean, it did, but you had to like launch an online game and then like open up a party and all this other crap. Like this is like you enter the dungeon, or you get to the dungeon entrance. It's like, do you want to matchmake? Yes or no? And then if yes, how hard do you want the dungeon to be? And that's it. Yeah, <laughs> which is how it should be, or you know, that's good. Yeah, but dungeon like we face this one stupid uh demon guy that had like twenty health bars. <laughs> Jeez. I mean he was pretty like he he did kill us a few times, like we just resurrected on the spot. But you know, it was actually actually like inventive or like, you know, exciting to play. There's a lot of free to play stuff going on in this game. That's what I was gonna ask. Is there a lot. A lot <laughs> like, of uh monetary yeah, well, Plus. it's not it's not like wholly in your face about it, which is good. But like, I got a code for the hundred dollar pack, which okay. hey, thanks for that, Amazon or whoever did that. But I haven't used it, or I mean, I used it, but I haven't like ex- I haven't like redeemed anything in the game okay, because yeah. the the game is well. It's like a lot of the stuff is like character specific, and it's like I'm I'm not sure if I want to burn everything on one character or not. Right. It, it it's a long game, I think. Like I've just like you eventually get like a castle or like a stronghold that you can like update, upgrade, and send guys out to like do missions and stuff. I'm like barely reaching that. Like I'm in the area where that is, but I haven't gotten to it yet. But so there's, you know, it's there's nuts. a lot of game there. Yeah, I'm on like it's like you're on chapter 21, and I'm like, what? How many <laughs> like, chapters are there? Yeah, like I'm. There are like different islands to explore. 
and I've I haven't even seen one. Like I've been I've been in the same one for ten hours, or I don't know. Yeah, I think I've been playing for like ten or eleven hours, eleven point five hours on Steam. There's a whole lot of game here that okay, let's do this. I guess. Yeah. But yeah, it's if you like Diablo games, it's a it's a good one of those. Yeah, I mean, I've heard a lot of people. A lot of uh, people have just been really into this of uh, getting that combat, and then also kind of doing the just things on the side and enjoying the, like you said, the MMO aspects of it, and kind of just getting to be in the world and stuff. So, hey, I mean, Amazon have kind of done well with their last two here. Yeah, the, the thing. Well, one funny thing is it doesn't have full voice acting, okay. and you can you can tell they tried, but it's like. If a person has a long speech, it's like the first line is in English, and that's about it. <laughs> well, okay. Well, but it has it has like, like it has all these like wacky systems that are like barely explained, and I think there is like a kind of a guide system, but some of the stuff isn't even in that, so it's like eh, I guess I'll just kind of keep going. <laughs> yeah, going. I'll I'll keep casting my like mana freeze thing on these enemies, and that's all I really need to do, I guess, for now. I mean, is there a story aspect? Oh, yeah. I'm helping this priest or this prince become the king, and this priest I'm I'm helping is, like, part demon, and he's, like, not cool with it, and, yeah, all this other stuff. Not the main draw of the game. It's done okay. Like, you know, I guess I'm relatively invested so far, but I know it's going to go off the rails in, like, in a typical Korean fashion at some point, where it just gets, like, really crazy. So, what else? Uh, I played a little Monster Hunter Rise, 20 minutes of that or so, maybe. That game, holy Christ, it throws so much shit at you in like the first half hour. I was like overwhelmed and I shut it off. <laughs> I bet. Cause it's like, is... it's like you enter the main town and it's like, oh, this is where the blacksmith is. This is where the frozen yogurt shop is. This is where the mail is. And it's like, can you just let me find this stuff organically or like not have so much information like, Split it like shot at you once, like holy Christ! Right. I still don't like how that game plays at all. I want Monster Hunter to feel to feel like a Devil May Cry game, or to be like quick. This ain't it. Uh, I don't think that Monster Hunter fans would uh, agree with you there. That that would take a lot of the strategy out of it. No, because you can also have like bosses that have like you know that are like reactive to that. Like it's not like the hugest deal. Yeah. And the last thing I'll talk about just real quickly is Miles Morales. Uh, I finally beat that because I was bored. I don't like that game as much as Spider-Man. Why? The, the problem is, there's two problems. Miles is a good character and like his, like the voice acting is great and his like characterization is really good. The bad guy in that game is terrible. It's your like okay. buddy. Uh, I think his name is Finn from like back in the day. The game is too, like, it doesn't have enough story for her, or there's not, like, that relationship with her and Miles that's built up for, like, an extended length of the game. Because you played Spider-Man for P- the PS4 one, right? No, I played it on PS5. Oh you, oh, you played it, though. Did you play Miles Morales or Spider-Man itself? Miles, I both, but Miles okay. Morales I played more of. I think Spider, Spider the one of Spider-Man, like, you know, Peter Parker, there is a much longer build-up or relationship between him and Dr. Ock. Okay. That like this game doesn't have because it's a, a slighter game, but it helps the narrative story because you're more invested in that character. Like at the end of this game, I just thought like the bad guy was like such a like whiny baby and like so like intransigent with her own like belief that it's like this is more terrible. Yeah. And I also don't think the combat is good is as good. And it's weird because like 
you have more options technically, but like right. it's t- it's tied to like healing is tied to your stamina bar, which is also like your venom attacks. And like I don't think tying that together works because it's it's an either or of like oh I can heal up or do this attack. And it's like well I'm always going to heal because I don't want to die. Right. I mean it's still a good game, but it's just it's not as good as the first one. I don't think at all. Uh so I guess I got I I got the first one though, so I'm so happy with that. <laughs> Yeah, I still need to go back at some point and play the remastered yeah. uh, version. I think the combat uh, but... in that one like, just works better. Like, you, you can take more damage also. Like, in this game, you're very fragile, I, I, it seemed to me. So, the stealth is kind of is better, though. I mean, it makes sense to me, though, because he's still learning how to be Spider-Man. He's not it... the holy experience. Yeah. Like, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, so... I would kind of, I kind of get the whole him being fragile or not being able to take as many hits. I did, yeah. I mean, that was one of the things I did notice. It's like, oh, okay, he's not, you gotta be very weary of how many hits he takes. I, I, I also think that game is crazy because you only have four gadgets and one of them is like a DLC one or like, uh, a DLC one. And it's like, if you didn't have that, you only have three gadgets, like your web shooters. Yeah. Uh, the hollow grenade thing or the hollow projector thing and like the remote mine. Wow. That's not a lot. And to get the upgrade to get the fourth upgrade for each one, it's like, Oh, get it in new game. Plus there's barely enough game for me here for me to play like the first time. I don't want to go through it a second time. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, when the game came out, there wasn't a whole lot there for the PS5. Oh, so yeah, you know, but, like, new game plus probably seems much more doable at that point. But it is kind of a shame because I just, Miles is a great character in that game, but it's just it's just like too slight of a game. You really just want to spend time with him, you know. I mean, I really like enjoyed like being Miles and like learning about him and seeing the story yeah. and everything. Right, but yep, that was me. <laughs> All right, fair enough. So going on the train of you know Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus, sorry, and everything that has been going on. Uh, we'll get to the direct in a second. Probably not a second, but we'll get to it. Uh, let's talk about a little bit more recent things involving Nintendo here since, you know, the direct was a few days ago at this point. Uh, first of all, Pokemon Legends Arceus is the number one game for January. And in three days, this is only counting the physical, uh, sales, beat out Call of Duty Vanguard, uh, Monster Hunter Rise, Madden, God of War on PC, which, Came back at number five. This is crazy to me that Spider-Man Miles Morales is like selling and still in that like top tier. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that the new movie helped a lot. Oh yeah. Um, with people wanting to, to go buy that. Of course, Mario Kart 8, we'll be talking about that a little bit more. It's still there. Uh, Rainbow Six Distraction showed up here at nine. So Ubisoft continues there. You know, their push of being able to do well when they get a new game. A Pokemon Burning Diamond and Shining Pearl still around. Battlefield 2042 and then uh, a bunch of other stuff. Halo dropped a lot here in one month. Obviously, it helps a lot that Halo is there on Game Pass, so you don't technically have to buy it. And then also, like, Halo, once you buy it, I mean, you're going to just... I don't, I don't know how many, there's probably a certain section of people that are going to buy because it's Halo and they could they collect it and everything. But then once you figure out that it's on Game Pass, I think 
is also going to be the whole, well, are you also going to do that twice of buying it and buying something that you know is never going to leave Game Pass? So we've started to see the tail kind of drop for, for Halo and then also delaying the, the co-op and everything else, I think has not helped at all. Uh, we'll see if there's a bump at all for, for Halo if that ever gets released, but I think we're going to see that. Once the TV show comes out. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what they're going to, uh, see. We'll see if, um, you know, the lawsuit that's now happening with Marty O'Donnell. It's crazy how Marty O'Donnell always kind of tries to find himself some more money from Microsoft one way or another here. But I, I assume that they would probably wind up getting paid and then they'll just sweep another rug and we'll, we'll get things going. But Forza Horizon 5 also still doing pretty decently, uh, as well. So that's positive along with the Animal Crossing. On that PS5 and Xbox outsold the Nintendo Switch. They did say that the Switch was going to, it's going to be very hard for them to, after the crazy numbers it did during the holidays for them to be able to just restock. Yeah. So it could be like a restock issue, but it will be very interesting to see what happens because, you know, you do have, um, some major games coming out this couple of weeks with Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West. What happens with, does that improve the Series X and PS5 sales? Obviously, those comps are still very hard to get, you know, or does Pokemon keep dominating with, I don't think that there's something huge coming for Nintendo, at least this month. So now next month they have Kirby, but this month, I don't think they really have anything uh, big yeah. time. So this will be a really a big test for Nintendo uh, as far as can they keep that stranglehold or will Sony and Microsoft be able to finally get a firm grip on getting some, some leads on in the hardware space. But that being said, Nintendo did get to a big mark as far as selling 103 million uh, units, uh, which puts them above the Wii as the highest and most selling console for Nintendo ever. Um, obviously, you know, people are going to complain about, uh, well, this isn't really a console. Uh, you can play it portably, whatever. It should be considered like the 3DS and the 2DS, whatever. You can connect it to your TV, right? Yeah. It's it's a console. Stop trying to... I mean, the, the way like me and Yens play it, it is a console because you never take it out. So <laughs> I've been playing a lot more docked recently as well, especially because the back of my Switch is basically coming apart. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know how much longer the that of the super is going to last. Um, well, I don't know about super glue. I might just use tape. Um, I don't know which one's safer, honestly. But... I may have to like start looking towards paying attention to when, if there an OLED ever comes back in stock or something. Yeah. It's starting to scare me that one day I'm going to have it in my book bag uh, at work, pull it out. And then all of a sudden I can't play it at all. You, uh, this, is, this is a dumb question. Do you have it in a case or no? No, I I don't that, have it in a case. That, that That's the reason why. <laughs> well, I mean, but like that was, I think it's more because of the, one time I dropped it, which caused the thing with the screen. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know if that's really what it is, but it's like one side that's sort of coming a little bit unhinged or whatever. The other side seems to be fine, but yeah, I, I don't know really what to do about that. Honestly, um, I guess I could get, they make cases where you can play it and still have it in the game. 
I just meant like a hard case for your book bag or, you know, just not like, you know, moving around in that thing. That's probably not helping. I do have, I have like the soft case. I could perhaps try to just start taking that with me. Yeah. Uh, but I don't have like a super, you know, like. I mean, a, I just have this like plastic hard, hard case, but yeah, it's, you know, fine. It'll never get damaged in that thing. <laughs> yeah, I might have to start looking at that, but I don't know. It may be worth it for more for me to get the, the OLED and let Anaya just keep it as a, keep she, that one she, as a thing. So she fully breaks it? <laughs> no, I don't want to, I'm not going to let her take it to school. It's more of like, you keep it docked, you can use it on your TV or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, the Swiss has been, it's, it's ridiculous uh, how well it's been doing and it, they, they say it to the middle of their life cycle and sometimes you have to wonder if they're not kidding with, what they announced uh, during the direct. So it's, uh, I mean, obviously I think the pandemic helped a lot uh, that PS5 and Xbox are now hard to find and things like that. But it's no denying that now pretty much people are just throwing whatever they can at the switch and see if it sells. And more likely than not, most of the time they do. doesn't matter what kind of game it is. Even the games you think, oh, why would somebody buy this on Switch? There's clearly better options available, and they still do it. It's it's insane to me what they do. So let's look. This this uh, 40 minute direct had a lot. Uh, I had a lot in here. I guess my first question is, uh, as somebody that really enjoyed Three Houses, Mark, how do you feel about this uh, Final of Warriors? I mean, uh, I'll get it, but basically. I'm not gonna like it. You think uh, you're not you're not gonna like it? No, because it's doing what Persona Five Strikers didn't do, which is be bad. I mean, to like, be fair, they did have another Fire Emblem Warriors before. So uh, like is... I saw, there's like a few there's a few clips of like the actual gameplay they showed real quick, and yeah, it's the typical Dynasty Warriors. Like this map is divided in nine sections. You have to alternate, or you have to go go between sections four and eight to defend them, or you know, attack on the right. And Which like, makes more sense for Fire Emblem, though, right? It's a strategy game. I guess. I'd rather just play like what they didn't like Scramble or uh, Strikers, which is like a level, which is also what Fire, uh, three, three Houses did also. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure it'd be fine. I think it'd be interesting if you can only play as those three characters. I didn't see anyone else. I did see like some other characters being like enemies, but not like playable. It might be that they're the ones involved in the story, but when you get outside of like story stuff, yeah, they might include some other far, you know, Fire Emblem people. I can't imagine they're not going to have any like guest appearances from like other Fire Emblem big characters that you know we're used to seeing. I mean, I'll get it, but like I said, I don't think I'll be too enthused by it. Yeah, they showed off more about Advance Wars One and Two reboots that now uh, has a release date as well of April eighth. So I can mark my calendar now of when. I will be going after that. I should note Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. It's June 24th uh, for that one. Uh, no Man's Sky is actually going to run natively on the Switch. That's insane to me. That'll be uh, awful. When... They showed off some like old games running the Switch with the ports. And yeah. it all kind of universally looked terrible. Are you talking about the Jedi? That looked like a yeah. mobile game. That looked awful. Well, well, that was the Wii version running on the Switch. So yeah. that doesn't help it either. And uh, Assassin's Creed, like the Ezio collection, like it didn't look as bad as the other two, but it didn't look great. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wasn't expecting the Ezio collection to look great on that either. But uh, one of the big surprises that I'm super excited about, 
I should temper my expectations considering how golf and tennis wound up being, but damn, does Mario Strikers uh, battle look great. Battle League look awesome. I mean, God, uh, that's what I wanted. I wanted a Mario Strikers game to come back, and they really brought this back, and it looks uh, next-level games. Who did the other ones. Uh, I might have outdone themselves here. They brought everything back, the style back, the um, the characters. Like, I can't wait till we get the roster. I mean, uh, this looks insane. I, I'm so, I, so excited for this. I got I got three words for you. Mega Man Soccer. Ah, that's... No, no. Mario Soccer Stars, it's like, we don't have a real arcade soccer option anymore. So, like, having this... Uh, it's such a awesome thing, and it's what Windjammers Two is. <laughs> uh, June tenth for this, so again the summer, uh, which would have been right up for the World Cup, but uh, you know this World Cup has to happen in November. We'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, Splatoon uh, got their salmon run thing, and then Splatoon Three still got to come out supposedly in the summer, so we'll see uh, if that actually does happen. Uh, you got that Disney Speed Run thing, which. Okay. It bad. It looked really uh, janky. Like it's free to play, so. Well, no, I mean, like you know, graphically or like the stream. I don't know if it was a stream or the game, but it looked like it was a hitching up kind of a lot. Yeah. And everything. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that stream looked fine. It's like, what's... Right. Huh? <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I would. I would say that... It was not, it was cool to see that that's a thing, that that exists. Although, I, I think it's immediately, but, I think it's really funny that like they announced that and then 20 minutes later it got immediately overshadowed by Mario Kart 8. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's definitely something that like maybe wasn't the best time to show that considering you're going to get the superior version of that shown off there. I mean, if mm-hmm. we're going to talk about car stuff, no, nothing was more of a sensation than Carby. <laughs> For Kirby, mouthful mode is now a thing that you will be hearing a lot of and seeing a lot of as uh, Kirby can now turn into a lot of different objects. Uh, he's yeah. now can turn into a vending machine. <laughs> yeah. Well, he can suck, suck up a vending machine in it, yeah. He uh, doesn't turn into it. He like just kind of sucks it up and then takes its form. It. Or yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I actually replayed Kirby like last night for the hell of it because it only takes like 20 minutes or like a half hour. <laughs> Are you talking about the Star Allies? Are you talking? No, about I meant the... I meant Game Boy ass Kirby. Oh, okay, won. okay. Kirby. Oh, wow, Kirby won. Okay, yeah. and it, it's funny because like that game, you can't copy abilities in that game. That right? Yeah, he doesn't in, get that until later. The NES version, I think that's where he first got it. But like, it's funny because that game has th- a lot of the same enemies in that game as in other Kirby games. You just can't do anything with it, you know? <laughs> right. And that game still rules. Like it's it's quick, but has good music and pretty good gameplay. <laughs> I'm just excited to be able to play with all these different uh, things. Like, yeah, uh, a lot of them look like pretty, pretty uh, situational. Like that yeah, cone thing. It's like okay, you can only use the cone right. to bust through that pipe, and it's like, well, how or the scissor lift, or you yeah, know. it's like how how. I mean, I like Kirby games. We or the 
I make it a goal, or it's kind of a fun game to see, like, how long can I actually keep this ability going? I mean, they definitely do still have that. Like, they yeah. have the other abilities that I'm, you can actually control. And I'm actually more excited for what they showed later on in that thing, where you can upgrade abilities. You can have the different abilities, like like a dragon Kirby, and the, the sword Kirby turns into, like, a great sword Kirby, and yeah. all that. Like, that looked awesome to me as well, so... Like, I just love the fact that, you know, basically we got Mario Odyssey Kirby. That's okay, it, too. It, it's Mario Odyssey Kirby stuck in Nier Automata's world. <laughs> yeah, another thing to be excited about when that comes on uh, March 25th. Uh, that we pretty much knew about. You know, that wasn't necessarily a, a surprise or anything. But this Direct was, like, right up my alley as far as, hey, here come all the the things that, you don't expect, but if you're a JRPG fan outside of the Kingdom Hearts being clavered, that's awful. You know, Chrono Cross, the remaster. I, I, I guess I didn't know what that was because we talked about it before. I didn't know it was going to be a remaster. I thought they were going to like remake the damn thing. I, that's what they had made everybody think that there was going to be a total remake of the thing. And then it wound up being that it's just, oh, no, it's a remaster. And then they're adding in that Radical Dreamers thing that uh, was on this, what was it? Like a satellite thing? Oh, it's a Teleview or, or yeah, some it's a Teleview, network right. thing. I, I love the fact that Switch is just getting like every old JRPG put on it. And why not? I mean, they're long games. You can then take your Switch with you, you know, play it. Of course, this is coming to other systems as well, I shouldn't have. I love Chrono Cross. So I'm happy that that is uh, coming, and you know, along with Live Alive. I mean, that game never came out outside of Japan, and now it's just coming uh, to the Switch like out of nowhere. That's pretty awesome uh, as well. Like I never thought we we're gonna get Live Alive is like one of those kind of hidden gems that you have to be a real hardcore like RPG fans or like even know about and then to just how that get shadow drop or not shadow dropped in the releasing, but it's just like, wow, we didn't even know this was coming and then bam, here it is. And that's awesome that it is there. So they did a great job of really and then this is also the game uh this doing the HD two D thing and this is also the game that kind of inspired Octopath Traveler. So if you liked Octopath Traveler, you can kind of see where those roots come from. Uh, in this game, or, you know, when that comes out, they tease you again with Earthbound, uh, and Earthbound Beginnings coming in a package for the next, uh, Switch Online update. I mean, it's already out. Uh, sorry. It's already and, out there. And Earthbound Begins, or Mother Zero One, or whatever the fuck it's called. I think it's like Mother Zero, technically. Yeah. And then Mother One, or, well, not Mother Two, right? Is Earthbound? Yeah. And then, yeah, no mother three, but I wonder if we're getting closer. If we're getting closer to that coming out now. Uh they got the I, Metroid I think, Dread update with the rookie mode and the dread mode. I think from for Mother Three to happen, they'll have to uh get Reggie to cameo for that that announcement. He better show up. He better be the one. Like I've I've been secretly working at Nintendo all these years and it's finally coming out. Here you go. They better be like, Look, we couldn't do this with anyone else. It had to be it had to be Reggie, and then it's like Oh, you know what's coming, and everybody can get excited about it. But, you know, that's the thing is, people are going to get excited about it, and then it'll only be, like, a certain amount of people that actually go and play the game, so... Yeah, it'll be, like, 10%. Um, (laughs) 
Whereas I think there's going to be a lot more people excited about the Nintendo Switch Sports coming back. Although I don't know why you wouldn't just wait to include golf in it instead of releasing golf as a thing later. But, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm more surprised yeah. that uh, I thought boxing was really bad in Wii Sports, so I don't care about that one. But I'm surprised baseball isn't back in it. I wonder if they're just doing like with golf where they're just going to be releasing games for it to kind of give it some more life. That seems to be a thing Nintendo likes to do now. And uh, also, who cares about badminton? Apparently, Nintendo does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I was surprised that soccer is a thing, but I'm I'm happy to see that soccer is a thing. And then that they're using the leg strap uh, as well <laughs> as a way to like measure your leg uh, power and everything else. So they are getting creative with it. Um, I don't know why they waited so long to do the Nintendo Switch Sports. I would have thought they would have done this. I mean, this is a perfect time when everybody was kind of, well, I don't know, because you can't really have people over. Well, um, I mean, the, the one interesting thing in that thing to me was the, like, bowling, Royal Rumble, or, uh, Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and the volleyball looks fun as well. Getting to add that really did. I felt like just added so much in here where it's like, wow, they aren't kidding about this thing having some more life. And then all of a sudden, here we come. Oh, wait, Mario Kart Nine is going to happen, right? Like Mario Kart Nine just gets all this this hoopla, and then Nintendo does it to you again. No, 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 no Mario Kart Nine. It's Mario Kart Eight. Booster course pass, and there's going to be 48 freaking tracks being added to this thing um, over the course of two years. Um, I think they said like anywhere from six to eight tracks every time they do an update. Well, it's, 40, um, it's 48 tracks and six packs. Yeah, so six packs, packs. So eight eight tracks every time they add a eight of that pack. I mean, uh, some of they they already showed that apparently uh, some of the Mario Kart Tour tracks are going to be coming. So that means I guess you don't have to play that game because it'll just be coming in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Is Mario Kart 64 just needs to be like recreated? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm I'm just happy that we're getting more tracks. Definitely makes me want to go back and play Mario Kart again. I, I, yeah. I guess the problem, the, the theoretical problem though, is like that's an old game. Oh well, yeah, they can keep supporting it, and that's cool. But like, yeah, what is on the future? I mean, does this mean that like you're gonna be able to put this in to Mario Kart the inevitable Mario Kart Nine or Mario well, Kart Ten? Well, I mean, at this point, I don't see Mario Kart Nine hitting the Switch. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I would expect them to whatever the Switch, uh, you know, whether it's Switch Two or Switch whatever. The Switch what are they? <laughs> yeah, whatever they call it afterwards. Hey, you can get Mario Kart Nine as a launch title for that. And then it includes everything that was in the Mario Kart 8, along with the tracks and everything else. I mean, and, and then, of course, it has the new stuff. Yeah. Uh, I, what a coup for them. I think this is a great way to sell the expansion pack. I'll just pay the $25 and then get everything. But for those people that really want to do the expansion pack, go ahead. I, I mean, it is a good deal because you uh, need that Switch Online to play with people online. So now I have to think about investing into all, that again. For all two games, that, that actually is useful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's so, Mario Kart and Splatoon, and that's about it. <laughs> well, I mean, those are coming this year, so, you know, that's a thing. Oh, and then a Striker's Charge as well, or Striker's uh, The Battle, that you can use it for that, too. So I, I have yeah. my doubts of how well that multiplayer is going to hold up. And that's gonna, that has eight players, so that, like you said, 
that's going to be interesting how that's going to run uh, as far as that goes. Uh, I love the fact that Triangle Strategy has a new demo that goes up to Chapter 3, so and that all carries over. So when I go buy that game on March 4th, I'll be able to get that from the demo. But obviously, I know you probably don't care, Mark, but for me, what a jump out of my seat moment. I'm sitting here watching it on the side at work underneath my desk so people can't see and oh what a what a one last thing to show xenoblade 3 the new new clonoa game oh i was excited about clonoa as well but that's Mm. that has nothing to do uh with this i mean i would have been happy with if we had a xenoblade chronicles x you know but like getting the continuation of one and two uh, already and it's coming out this freaking year how amazing is that I love the fact that they, you know, did not go with the controversial Xenoblade 2 models and kind of went with a in-between of both. Affecting the, the music is already getting me hyped and, and the fact that they're like bringing back everybody that's ever done music for this series to add tracks to this is amazing. And just the way this looks already is just, it, oh it, my God. It's funny how Jenna Coleman leaked this like six months ago. <laughs> yes, she leaked this, and I'm so happy to know that she was right. Awesome, awesome, awesome that this is happening. I, ah, yes. Um, so, man, I, I love this direct. I think it was probably one of the best directs we've ever had uh, as far as from like top to bottom, everything they showed. Uh, I don't know if, the, like, was there a lot that you were excited about here? Or? It was mostly, I mean, kind of, some stuff looked good, but it was mostly fine. Like, it wasn't, there's was no, like, Huge clunkers, I would say. I agree there. They didn't have any, uh, something that took too long or whatnot. But man, I couldn't have asked for anything other than like maybe, uh, you get a, a big, I guess, Zelda thing. But th- that's crazy. Like you didn't have Zelda or Mario outside of the Strikers and the Mario Kart, but you didn't have that Mario game. Um, you had just the spinoff games and stuff. It's, it's cool. Like I, I don't know if you saw that picture of, how close we are to the 2017 Nintendo lineup. No. And how much like a lot of the, the, the games are like repeating themselves. Like we've come full circle. Like, you know, we're still getting that, uh, the Mario Rabbids two game. Gaming is cyclical. So yeah, but it's just crazy to think like, could they have another year like that where 2017 was insane for them? And then 2022 happens and here we are. So. That's uh, gonna be a thing. The the Nintendo Rack nailed it. Let's see if they can nail it with some of these uh games as well before you before you get to the heavy hitters, uh for sure. So getting off that here, the last thing we're gonna talk about involving uh Nintendo Nintendo finally got a judgment in that lawsuit that they this the whole thing that they filed against Gary Bowser. Uh of course he is the guy that was accused of creating and selling circumvention devices enabling users to play illegal ROMs on consoles, including Switch and 3DS. And he's now been sentenced to 40 months in jail. Nintendo actually wanted him to serve longer. Goodness. I'm sure Nintendo wants (laughs) to bury him in a dark hole somewhere forever. (laughs) Yeah, they wanted him to serve five years. He got charged with 11 felony counts. Um, He wound up being guilty. He wound up pleading guilty to two of them and then offering to pay Nintendo $4.5 million. So, and then he also has to pay an additional $10 million fine for selling console mods. Yeah. As well. Goodness. I don't know. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of for this guy, but I take a pretty dim view in piracy in general. So, yes. Yeah, so we know where you, uh, 
staying I mean, with my, that. It's funny because like my switch and even yours is like hackable, but I haven't I haven't done it, and I don't really care to. Like that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that, but I just like again, I get why emulation exists. The, the, you know, outside of what Microsoft has done and with the switch actually is actually a decent like preservation title as far as like all the games that are coming to it. Um, and if Sony can get that whole thing with the backwards compatibility working as, you know, keeps getting hinted at, I mean, that's all great preservation, but there's still so many games that you can't play at all. And having emulation helps with that. But what this guy was doing kind of goes beyond that as well. He's, he's making money off those games and that's, that's not what you're, you have emulation there for. Taking advantage of that is uh, not helpful. And he got it. He paid for it. Well. Uh, the big news of the last week was Sony acquiring Bungie for a cool $3.6 billion. And, of course, the Destiny developer uh, and publisher will continue to be third-party and continue to be multi-platform. Um, I mean, they'll be inside Sony's umbrella, but Sony's going to basically kind of let them do their own thing, which is different for Sony. We don't see them do that a whole lot. I and mean, what do you like? What do you think about all this uh Mark, I mean, I mean, it, Sony could use a good first-person shooter developer, right? Because uh, I don't have one, and whatever people want to say about Resistance. Well, no, or, I mean, they're not going to go and go back and make that. They're they're yeah. busy doing other things. You know, I, I think it's also like Sony definitely wants to get into the live service thing. They want to get into the multiplayer realm. They will. They've tried so many times with the let's get our own multiplayer thing off the ground and it winds up being a dud. Yeah. I mean, you know, the the indies like Fall Guys and Rocket League, whatever, seem to be the big hits or whatever, but when they try to do it themselves, it doesn't work out. And why not get somebody that's experienced in that, like Bungie? And now Sony's apparently ready to do like 10 live service games that they're going to be like hatching throughout the years or whatnot to try to get something to work and having that expertise from Bungie, I think would definitely help with that. for Sure. Yeah. It'll be all the more funny in 15 years when Bungie goes indie and then Nintendo buys them. That would be, that's what would be left, right? At Nintendo. Yep. And then buy, <laughs> buying them. What do you think about the, the whole statement with Microsoft and we're going to try to, we're going to honor our commitments to Sony. And then beyond that, we're also going to, so you bringing our the games to multi-platform? Do you yeah. think that that sticks? I think for Call of Duty it does. I don't know about much anything else, but Call of Duty definitely. I could see that with Call of Duty and perhaps the Blizzard games. Uh, they already said they want to bring Call of Duty to Switch of all things. Uh, I, mean, I mean, yeah, why not? Why not try to make some money off the Switch? They can, but it'll how, be terrible. How the hell are you going to run on it? Yeah, like, are you going to run it on the cloud? Because that's the only way. Oh, no, that's that, like. PS2 looking graphics. <laughs> I mean, at at that point, like they've gone without Call of Duty for so long. Like, is there really people out there that like only have a Switch and like go, "Oh man, I really want to play Call of Duty on this thing." Uh, I mean, it's like it's not a ton of people, obviously, but there are still people people playing the Wii U version of Call of Duty. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like I'm sure Call of Duty will be multi platform. I don't think Blizzard game. I the only Blizzard game that's multi platform is like Overwatch. So. Right. I'm sure that'll be multi-platform just because of the uh, like Overwatch League or you know the. Well, I mean, that, Diablo is multi-platform, right? I mean, yeah, but that's not. I wouldn't say that's like the hugest, especially for like how far off it is. 
but then like I don't know about like Crash Bandicoot or Spyro. I mean, it's kind of up in the air. I I, yeah. I could see it, I could see it being exclusive, but I think they'll definitely keep some things exclusive. I, I mean, you know, yeah. Either way, you still got the whole like, well, you can get it on Game Pass for fifteen dollars a month, or you can go buy it outright on these other consoles. It's up to you, you know. And they yeah. can still really touch the power of Game Pass and see if that gets them more subscribers. Uh, and everything else, so that's something they can use that for, for sure. Uh, GTA 6 is a thing. It's actually real. It's being worked on. It's well into development. Whatever words you want to use here. Want to take it in a new direction, obviously. I'm sure that they will still be using like the Grand Theft Auto Online and all that kind of thing. But are you excited to hear a new Grand Theft Auto 6 is happening? Not really, because that that Rockstar has basically only become the rocks like the GTA and Red Dead developers. Like they used to actually well, make other games. Yeah, for sure they, they have. But it'd, be, it'd be nice if they did that again. <laughs> I would agree, but I mean, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I want Bully Two to happen, but they did some wacky shit back in the day, like the Warriors or uh, the ping pong game or LA like Smuggler's Run or like those racing games they did. Like they used to make yeah, shit. Midnight Club. Yeah, now they don't. Yeah, I mean, there's rumors that apparently another L.A. Noir and Bully Two are being made. Well, Bully Two, there's like some developer saying like we wanted to get get it made, but like they saw no money in it, and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm actually that checks out because all they want to do is, I mean, making money is not inherently a bad thing, but it's right. when it's all you want to do, as opposed to like somewhat be creative. Like that was your goal at one point as well, like. I mean, if there's a studio that could definitely get away with the whole, we want to get creative. Yeah. And we want to do our something aside from the two things we've been doing for how many ever years, it definitely would be Rockstar. I don't think Take-Two would get in their way too right, much but if Rockstar said we I, want to make something else. That's the thing is, I don't think Take-Two is the issue. I think it is Rockstar. Like, they just don't want to. They may also just like working on these games and then... Let them loose and let people just enjoy them for years and not have to be constantly on the... I mean, I guess they still have to be constantly on the grind because they have to do the Grand Theft Auto online content and all that stuff, but... Yeah, they're not making Red Dead 2 Redemption content anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think they're making a Red Dead 3 anytime soon, so... I think they'll make a Red Dead 3 eventually, but... Well, I mean, yeah, eventually. They, they, it they I mean they expected like Red Dead Redemption two online it could be like as big as GTA online and it's like if you legitimately thought that you are crazy no no way would that was that ever gonna happen no I I think uh, I mean definitely it, they have their fandom yeah of people that are upset that they're not making you know a ton of Red Dead two online content but yeah out. well I think I think GTA six will still be in something like in America somewhere. I would imagine so, yeah. It'll, it'll be the, uh, they'll take the Florida route now. I was going to say, this is from last week, or this, actually this week. Did you see that Wolf Among Us 2 trailer? I have not seen it yet. That's one of the things. I didn't watch that or the, uh, Ghostwire Tokyo thing. I didn't watch that one, but that's long. But yeah, that trailer is interesting. I watched it and I'm like, did they replace the voice actor for, like, the main guy? And no, they didn't. Uh, he just sounds terrible now. <laughs> Yeah, like, what happened? You got old, man. Well, it has been a while, you know. Yeah, 
I mean, I guess we'll see when the game finally comes out, but I legitimately thought it was like, a different guy doing it. I'm so, just like, glad that we heard more about it. Yeah. At this point, too. It Takes Two is going to be made into a TV show or movie um, at some point here. And a DJ2 Entertainment, the production company that's behind the Sonic the Hedgehog films, which, of course, the first one did really well, and the second one, you'd imagine, is going to do the same. Um, and the Sonic movie writers are going to be adapting uh, the game as well. Honestly, I think it works better as a movie. I don't need, I don't think you need to, um, try to cram all that into a show, but maybe they can prove me wrong. I don't know. I think it could work as a show, but only as like not a, it would have to be different characters per season. Like you couldn't like have the two main characters. It could end up that it takes two characters like last like a five year show or anything. You could have them do like eight episodes of them sorting out their marital problems and doing that. And then like the next season have whole new characters, whole new setting, like do that, like do something like that. Right. But it's always going to be characters with marital problems. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I just think that, all right, fine. If you want to do it as uh, one season over eight episodes or 10 episodes, whatever, cool. Or just one movie. But like, I don't know that it really needs to be, I, it is okay. To make a one season like limited series show, you don't have to make everything a, um, you know, oh, it has you, to be, lo- you know. You, you are treading in some dangerous territory, my friend. <laughs> everything has to last 20 years. <laughs> we, have, we have proven that some things don't need to overstay or, their welcome. Or, or if they don't last 20 years, they'll be brought, brought back 10 years later, the gender swapped version. <laughs> yeah, or be bringing them back like way later with a, a lot of the cast missing. Yeah. Or the cast, looking, you know, looking, at, looking sad and depressed. <laughs> the, the cast looking to make some bank, you know, like uh, John DiMaggio of Futurama. Like, I don't blame that dude for wanting to make some money. Like, of course, pay me. You're you're the one wanting us to come back. Well, you know, give me some money here. Well, I also think Disney's being stupid not paying him, but that's that's Disney. They're gonna play their hardball. I think they'll eventually cave because there'll be a lot of people complaining. My problem with that is like it creates a pay imbalance between the other two actors. Well, they could definitely just do the Simpsons thing and just pay them all the same. But they don't and get paid all the, the same. Pay the other two. Well, pay the other two more. Yeah, uh, and but then I mean, pay all three equally. They're obviously happy with the pay they're getting now, so... We'll see. I, I just think eventually Disney caves and does the pain, all three of them. My, 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 my great opinion is in the first, like, ten seconds of the re- revival, like, Bender gets hit, like, upside the head like he always does, and then he wakes up with a completely different voice actor. <laughs> I wonder if people would, people would still like, complain so much. It, it'll be Nolan North voicing Bender. It'll be great. There's also possibly going to be an American McGee Alice uh, show or movie as well. I mean, this, this has been kicking around since that game came out 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, it wasn't helped at all when Disney made those uh, Tim Burton, Burton. Yeah. Alice ones. So, I mean, now that you've had a lot of time between those, maybe now could be the time. But And then you can hire Tim Burton to do it. <laughs> Um, they won't get Johnny Depp back for Mad Hatter, though. <laughs> you know that ain't gonna happen. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> not gonna happen. But uh, I guess he... I I don't know. I I think the whole like gothic dark version of Alice is just kind of dumb. Like it, it kind of worked for the game, but the game was like very creative at the time. Like it wasn't right. like completely overexposed like it is now. 
I mean, I still love that game, so it would be cool to see them try to do it. I I love the like dark overtones of that game and everything. I don't, maybe it works better as a movie. I mean, I think it worked fine as like an animated movie, but not like a live action one. Kill the Justice League got delayed uh, to the surprise of no one. Yep. I, I think that was one of those that when they said it was going to come out this year, I was like, no, it's probably not. Wouldn't be surprised if Batman also does not come out this year. Nope. That's, um, no, no. Add that, that to the... That might come out this year, but if it does, it'll be like December 24th or something like that. Oh, God. I hope we don't have new games coming out at that point. <laughs> yeah. I, I think you can like throw that in the, the hat of it's not coming. and I don't know. I, I thought it looked interesting or whatever, but it wasn't something that like moved the needle necessarily for me either way. I mean, uh, I don't want to play a game. I don't want to play really either of those games, personally. <laughs> the Batman game, you don't want to play that? If I'm going to play a Batman game, I want to play as Batman, not as this plucky underling that well, aren't right, as good as him. Read it. Read it. <laughs> well, as as the uh, big World of Warcraft uh, guy, what do you think about this move to mobile? I mean, they have done mobile shit in the past. Like, they have like a mobile auction house. Um, yeah. It's fine. Like, it's not going to be like World of Warcraft on your phone. Oh, my, you know, it'll probably be some very basic mini games of like, oh, you can play Bejeweled to mine crystals or, you know, guide this flying carpet around and you get tailoring materials or something stupid like that. It's going to be like either that or like just very basic character account or character like upgrade stuff or keep rather, not upgrade, but. Yeah, you're not getting like the full mobile or full wall experience on the phone. <laughs> Definitely, I could maybe see it happen once like Microsoft actually has them. Uh, I could see them try to do more of a mobile experience, but I'm not sure about like now. So, I mean, I think, don't get me wrong, I think like a phone could run wow, like as, as a concept, or it's just like a technically could run wow because that game is old, right? But like, all of this stuff that is in WoW is so crazy that, like, yeah. no, you go mad trying to map it all to a phone screen. Fair enough on that. I was going to say, I'm more interested in the other WoW story where they're introducing cross-faction gameplay. So explain this to me here. Why is this such a... Because WoW is predicated on the idea of the Horde versus the Alliance. Right. Um, that's one of the main driving points of the whole franchise. To the point where, like, you can't even talk to their faction. And now it's it's not like one to one yet, but you can see this eventually happening where if you have friends friends with someone on the other faction, like on your friends list, you can invite them into raids and specific groups and rated PvP uh like fights. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing is WoW's population is so messed up right now that they have to do I don't. I don't think Final Fantasy XIV really has like factions like this. I think there are like yeah, you have you the know, classes, but not. We have like different yeah. species in Final Fantasy XIV, but it's not like a regimented like. Oh, the bunny people can't talk to regular humans. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Here is like a good example of what I'm talking about as far as like factions go. My current realm that I, that I'm still on. I'm not playing WoW anymore, but like that my character's on. It has a population of like seven thousand people. 4,300 Horde and about 2,700 Alliance. Not great as far as, like, balance goes, but it's not, like, terrible. It's, like, two to one, more or less, like, you know, as far as, like, Horde versus Alliance. My old server that I'm on 
that my character was moved from, like way back in launch, mm-hmm. it has a population of 9,500 players. 9,400, or I'm sorry, 9,000 are Horde and 500 are Alliance. Oh, damn. That is unsustainable. Yeah, no, no doubt. There, I mean, there are other servers where it's like, there's an, I'm looking at this population realm list right now. It has 21,000 players. I uh, saw so like 21,198 players. Alliance is 21,187 players. Horde is 11. And like wow. WoW has like connected realms together, like kind of offset this a little, but like that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> like that is crazy. Like imagine if you're like one of the lone horde players in that server, you're looking around like we can't get a 25 man raid going because we don't have 25 players. <laughs> like wow. So I think eventually, like th- that class or that faction warfare is very heavily ingrained in WoW's like lineage, yeah. but. I think it'll still kind of be there. Like you'll never, as an alliance player, you'll never be able to go to like the Horde city and walk around necessarily. Uh, but maybe you can eventually. I mean, hey, why not? I mean, there's like that's the next evolution of it, right? If like you should be able to like yeah. cross, go into each other's. Well, th- there was talk about like having like ambassador, uh, not ambassador. Well, ambassadors or like yeah, like how like uh, embassies in WoW. Like, have an alliance embassy in, you know, the stupid cow town. I forget what the hell it's called. That would be interesting. Like, yeah, you go to the um, yeah, embassy and... Thunder Bluff. Yeah, you get to go, you can go to the embassy and maybe get, like, get like a buff to, like, be able to, like, walk around the town for an hour without getting ganked. <laughs> like, right now, it's like, if I'm an alliance player and I walk into a horror town, like, the players won't even kill me. The guards do. Like, they, they are always hostile. So... <laughs> Yeah, I could see that as an initiative. Be like, oh, let's all group yeah. up together. And and even like the story us. of WoW, like over the over the years and over the expansions, like the Horde and Alliance have teamed up with certain taking down like certain magical or you know demonic foes or stuff like that. So right, sure, why not? I mean, at this point, WoW's population can all can pretty much all fit on one server anyway. So mm-hmm. at least I, they have a population on like Google Stadia. That... I saw that. I saw today that. Uh, I guess Lost Ark has 500,000 players on like the North America realm. You know? Uh, I mean, that that game is doing really well. Yeah. All things considered. So, Stadia. Well, if you're a big Stadia fan, I wouldn't hold my breath very long because Google is trying to sell the technology uh, to someone. Uh, you know, Full Harrison has been demoted. Um, he's now reporting to Google's vice president of subscription services. Uh, instead of the Google hardware boss, I mean, it got it became really apparent when they shut down that their studios and there's no longer any exclusives happening for Stadia that this wasn't going to last very long. I mean, at least Google's trying to make something out of the technology, but man, uh, how well much they, this has fallen. They, they never fully backed it, and then after it kind of fizzled that first time, they like pretty much already canceled it. It had the bad launch as well. It didn't help things. So, yeah, I mean, it totally makes sense. I mean, the kind of the bummer thing is the technology more or less works. Right. But, like, technology I, I, is even better than Xbox's S well, I saw I saw a recent stream. A guy was, like, playing Stadia, like, recently, like, within, like, the past month, and it was having some issues as far as, like, I think he was streaming, I think, Assassin's Creed Valhalla or, like, maybe Odyssey or, you know, one of the recent ones. Right. And that's kind of hitching up. And it's like, he was like, I have good internet, so it's not my end. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, he. Yeah, it may have been that they because they're not doing much with technology anymore. They're kind of dropping the how much they're really yeah focused on it and paying attention to it. So, well, at launch, it's like oh, on Stadia, it's like you're running like nine or like eight thirty ninety NVIDIA GPUs or some bullshit like that. And it's like no, you're just you're lying. <laughs> Let's be honest here. But. Yeah, you're not. Don't make people think you are. Um, I mean, hopefully the tech finds a home and somebody could use it. But uh, unfortunately, the writing has kind of always been on the wall. I mean, at least Amazon's kind of like just propping up Luna and whatever. I don't know how. Well, much... Amaz- Amazon is doing yeah. the right thing. Where I mean, they yeah. had, they had they did have a few failed games initially, but like the new world is okay, right? Uh, and hey, Lost Ark's going to be a big success. I, I can guarantee you yeah. that. So. Yeah, they're doing this the exact thing. Like they kept on and kept persevering and kept the exclusive games and uh whatever. I mean, they don't have an Amazon box to put it in. Like they didn't make an exclusive to Luna or whatever. But yeah, but it, you, you know, know, that's that's kind of a fool's errand too, because it's like, why would you? <laughs> right, but at least it gets Amazon's name out there in the game space. Yeah, uh, whereas Stadia is just kind of this thing people laugh at, and then you have the the hardcore Stadian that just all want to defend it. And it's like, look, nobody's making fun of the tech. That stuff works. It's just the people behind it are just, you know, this is exactly what they were going to do. And then when the games all of a sudden don't work that you paid for, what are you going to do then? You know? Yep. Um, And not everybody has a, a great computer to make them work. Even if they give you steam codes, you know? Yeah. What are you going to, going to do at that point? Uh, Before we get out of this uh, show, should always uh, look ahead at what's coming. And yeah, this is a uh, pretty, it's not a huge week, not compared to like what we're going to see next week, but we do have the one standout game in Horizon Forbidden West coming on the 18th. Uh, there's some people that are hyped for that, both coming on PS4 and PS5. I'm considering whether I want to dive into that or not. Uh, Infernax, which is, yeah, go ahead. I do want to dive into that. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Infernax is coming to uh, everything and also me on Game Pass. Dynasty Warriors 9. Yes, that is still existing. And Dynasty Warriors Empires is the first one to show up on the new consoles. So they're making a big deal out of that. Uh, Super Dungeon Makers coming out. Um, hey, if you want to make your own dungeons on PC, go for it. The Ezio Collection is coming to Switch. That Sims 4, My Wedding expansion thing is coming as well uh king of fighters uh 15 it's coming on the 17th that total warhammer 3 also coming that's gonna be on the pc game pass and that voice of cards forsaken uh game from square enix is also uh coming out too so and then next uh, there we kept it as elden ring so that means i can't play demon souls with the ends anymore yep yeah you'll have elden ring i mean me and Yens have actually gotten fairly far in Demon Souls, by the way. <laughs> hey, that's good. He has he has finally finally learned that playing a magic character rules. Hey, there you go. See all those times he complained and said it's got to be melee, got to be melee. And then yeah, I mean, he, for like the first twenty, for like the first six levels of the game, he was like, "Wow, like this is so easy." I'm like, "Yeah." Like <laughs> 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 we, we we faced a few bosses and we like you know beat him on like the second or third attempt. He was like, "Wow, it took me like." nine or ten different tries to beat that guy. I'm like, yeah, well, it's easy for you to stand back and cast magic missile at the guy constantly. <laughs> you can't, the AI, AI is dumb, he doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah, we will be uh, back next week. Friday's probably going to be the, probably well, Saturday mornings for 
the people on demand is going to be the the day uh, makes the most sense for me as far as like having my off day and then I can just edit and get it out there uh, again. Letting y'all know, probably YouTube will just happen this show. So YouTube, you're going to get all three, the show next week, this show and the show before all together because we can't do YouTube for until I think like Thursday at midnight due to the problem that happened that I talked about at the beginning of the show. Um, make sure you hit subscribe and you can get all of our content that's on the other 10 of our channel. Uh, we're also on Twitch there as well. We have all, you know, it's on podcasts. So anywhere you listen to podcasts, we are there, including Spotify, where you can go rate us, give us those five stars. Uh, also on, on, uh, the Apple and write a review there. And of course, if you, you like what you hear, you can always uh, follow us on Twitter at WTMShawn, a humanity plague for Mark. Uh, go check out the WTMShawn.com. Uh, last word on games where I had the Paladin uh, Dream review, and I'll have that Kingdom of the Dead review. And until next week, see y'all later, everybody. Later.